The following is another classic in sports presentation. KKPR Sports presents High School Wrestling. Back over here at 195, Bogart has ridden Doyle the entire first minute of the second period, but has been warned for stalling. This afternoon, it's live coverage of the Amherst Bronco Invitational. High School Wrestling on KKPR is brought to you by the Classic Hit Sports Club. Yeah, he needs to get out there and run that big half. He's got that big power at wing wrist. Look at there, Dad. I told you, Bogart turned him with it. He just doesn't get tired, and he's an incredible rider in the third period. Today's field is loaded with talent, and 16 teams are representing the field. All the outstanding action is coming up next as Central Nebraska's best wrestling coverage continues. But first is the new Tech Seed pregame show. We'll join KKBR Sports Director Doug Dude and Larry Baker live from Amherst right after this word with New Tech Seed. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. Undisputed Midwest Yield Leader. And good afternoon, everyone, from Amherst, the mecca of Class D wrestling over the last decade and probably even longer than that. Doug Duda, Larry Baker, our producer engineer, Stacy Johns, Fast Eddie Aarons, and so many more here to bring you high school wrestling from the 2018 Amherst Invite. And, Larry, we have a situation where this year, even though there's 16 teams, not every weight class has a full bracket, so we have three of the 14 weight classes that are wrestling out pool play and just before we get into the bracketed championships, we are in the heavyweights where we've got a pretty important match. Yeah, the thing is we don't get to start these this way very often, Doug, where the heavenly weights are going to come out and bat <laughs> uh, lead off for us, and then we'll get into the rest of the finals in a second. But it is really a, a big match that's going to happen out of this pool play right off the bat for us at the top of this. Tyler Schultz from Cambridge is rated fourth in the state. Of course, was in the state finals last year, fifth at the state meet, is wrestling Drake Davenport from Overton, the number five guy in the state right now. Uh, in Class D, so this is a massive matchup. They're scoreless right now with about 30 seconds left in the uh, first period. Neither one of these wrestlers has taken uh, a real risk so far to this point. Tyler Schultz, if uh, he is off to a 3-0 and start, the third man in all of this, and actually he's probably four, because Jake Jarabic of Arcadia Loop City, who came in today at 14-2, and will wrestle Schultz. Kind of when they do this pool, they try to get 1-2 and two in that final. But earlier today, uh, Jarabic lost to Kirshner of Southwest uh, by a, a score of 10-6. to six. So he is 3-1 and one right now, uh, waiting his match to come up uh, against Schultz. So if Davenport can win this, there could be any of those three could still win the weight bracket. Yeah, and I do think Jarabic's probably the best heavyweight here. He's about 6'6", 285, giant kid. He's just a sophomore, Doug. Uh, really good wrestler from Arcadia Loop City. Of course, his story is you got to... You got to finish it early, and and he went the distance in that uh, uh, match earlier today, and and he wasn't able to finish it off. He lost ten to six. But again, we've got three state-rated wrestlers at heavyweight here today. Yeah, and and we're gonna go through that first period uh, with no score. Schultz is gonna go down here from Cambridge. He gets to his feet. Davenport does a great job there, running him straight out of bounds. The heavyweight. The tough piece a lot of times is when that heavyweight gets to his feet, he's hard to return. And the top wrestler many times will get hit for stalling. 
Davenport does a good job there by not just staying behind him, but running his feet and running him out of bounds. So a restart in the middle here at heavyweight. Again, Schultz on bottom, and Schultz makes a quick switch here, and it looks like he's going to be able to get the reversal at our first points here of the match. Two to nothing, Schultz of Cambridge. Now Davenport's got to work off bottom, but he's getting turned. Yeah, and this is where Schultz is really good. This is what earned him a state medal last year. He gets on top, but he's suffocating. He uses very, very heavy hips. Right now he's just running tough, power half, forearms in the back of the head, good physical wrestling. And it's just Davenport's having a tough time. He's got to find his way to his feet here. If Davenport can get one here, he'll make it 2-1, to one and he'll be able to go down to start the second period or third period and have a chance to tie this at two. He's got to get out here. But instead, he gets turned to his back, and Schultz is going for a pin here midway through the period. And I don't think Davenport's going to get off this one, Larry. No, Schultz has got him in a really tough spot, and there's the pin fall. So a pin in 3-0-1. And now Schultz, uh, at worst, can uh, tie. He will have to beat Jarabic in his final match. But uh, Tyler Schultz, now ranked fourth in the state at heavyweight, is going to pick up a uh, fourth win of the day in pool play a competition. And Davenport uh, will be defeated here. So uh, we will have the heavyweight final between Jarabic and Schultz when uh, the day gets over. But to right now, they'll have a short break. As you said, Larry, uh, for most of the time, uh, we don't jump right into wrestling. And we want to welcome folks to the New Tech Seed pregame show here. As always, a great following when it comes to uh, wrestling in the area. Uh, the Amherst wrestling invite has changed a little bit. Let's just flat out say there are 16 programs here, 15 high schools, and the Aurora Junior Varsity who have had some kids do very well, although they don't have anybody in the finals here today. Uh, they have some points on the board. But maybe, and, and you can look, and we just come off the heavyweight, so it might be a little weird to say this, where three kids are state-rated. Maybe it's not as deep as it has been. Let's not say maybe. It isn't as deep as it's been. The top two teams, Amherst and Plainview, have been the top two teams for quite a while. Neely Oakdale's been in there. And they're going to be the top two teams again today. It's just not that same feel, and I'll let you explain maybe why. Well, yeah, and I think the thing is, Doug, where you can see it is uh, this is always a very top ten heavy uh, tournament. And there are only two teams here today in the top ten, and that's Amherst and Plainview. One's seven and one's eight, Doug, uh, in the state of Nebraska. So you just don't have the depth in this tournament that we've had. Both Plainview and Amherst are somewhat rebuilding. They've graduated a lot of kids, and it's just not as deep of a tournament, to be quite honest, uh, right now. So at the very top, those teams don't have as the number of hammers that they've had. But I do think it's still filled in nicely. Um, you know, you've got Overton, Elwood, uh, you've got a lot of these programs. Loop City's brought a few kids. Um, a lot of those programs that still are, are helping fill these weights out. Well, let's go ahead and take a look at the team total at this moment. Uh, Eustace Farnham has four points. Medicine Valley is in 14th place with 15 points. Tied for 12th right now are Kennesaw and Overton. They have 12 points apiece. Arcadia Loop City is 11th with 18 points. Fullerton is 10th with 35. Elwood, who has two wrestlers in the finals, is 9th with 46 points. South Loop is 8th with 49. The Aurora Junior Varsity is 7th with 53 points. Southwest is in 6th with 77 points. The top five teams as of right now. In 5th, Neely Oakdale with 90. In 4th, Shelton with 92. In 3rd, 
Cambridge with 101. In second with 103 is Plainview. And Amherst, despite uh, some of the things that we just said, they still have a very comfortable lead, and it looks like they've already probably, probably, although Plainview's got quite a few kids in the finals here, uh, it's not over, but they have 146 points. That's a significant lead, as it usually is, 43-point lead here uh, for Amherst to try and win their own invite yet again. Yeah, and, and, you know, when we got here today, Doug, and about partway through, you know, into the semis, you looked up, and they were in about third place, and Trace Bosch comes up and talks to me, and he says, you know, this team thing isn't going the way it's supposed to, and I said, Trace, just hang in there, buddy. Just keep doing what you guys do, and they did. They were able to separate there in the semis, and that's where you score the big points, and of course, they raced to a to a lead that I do think is probably insurmountable. When you take a look at uh, the overall uh, first month of the season, and there was some pretty good stuff. I mean, High Plains is going on today. Burwell had a big invite yesterday uh, for the smaller schools. We could get into everything that's going on out there, but uh, there's already been some stories in this first month of the season. Yeah, no question. It's, uh, you know, that this year started a little bit, uh, you know, early started a little bit slow and is really built to where this January, Doug, is going to be really good in high school wrestling in the state of Nebraska in all classes. You know, we had the massive matchup uh, with Lincoln and Carney, Lincoln East and Carney the other night. And like you said last night, I mean, you got number one in C and number one in D and Valentine and Burwell getting after it. And Burwell last night, the High Plains tournament is always a gem every year, really kind of all across the classes. So it's been a tremendous wrestling season to this point. And you've already had Hastings beat Omaha Scott. There has been a mini changing of the guard for right now in Class B. Hastings actually, in the coaches' poll, moves up to number one over Omaha Scott. When's the last time that happened? We had uh, the Gretna Carney matchup in the Flatwater Fracas. Carney finally winning the Fracas for the first time. So, uh, Valentine, I think, still is probably the heaviest favorite of all the classes, and, and maybe Burwell and D, but uh, it's it's a little bit more interesting right now. The, the trophies haven't already been polished and sent to schools uh, from Omaha. Yeah, no question, and I think the thing is, is C and D. C, as you said, Valentine, it's going to be very hard to unseat them. In D, it is Burwell, but in Class D, because the points shrink so much, you know, one or two injuries or one or two things happening, and that thing could be wide open. The fascinating piece right now is Class A and Class B because it has this Tri-City flavor that's really awesome. The Bearcats dug her for real in Class A. They've kind of done the take-on-all-comers bit to this point. Uh, after what was kind of an interesting start because of playing in the state finals in football, that thing took forever kind of to get going for them. You know, they wrestled at the Carney High invite without really practicing in a sense with so many of his guys, Coach Swarm, and they've now got this season going. Getting beaten by Lincoln East the other day will really light a fire in, in that deal. And I think Class A, it'll be a fascinating state tournament. Hastings rated number one. I mean, you've got to go back to the Howard Sheely days. I mean, long time ago to see something like that. Class B is always a barn burner. If you take Omaha Scott out of that thing, there are a lot of interesting teams in B that could make that happen. We are here at the Amherst 2018 Wrestling Invitational. We'll take a break and let you know who's wrestling for the championships when we return. When DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go, what does that mean? It means packing a ton of people power, along with unmatched service and support, into high-performance hybrids. Sure, Pioneer Corn products feature high-performance trait packages, but it's your local team of professionals that helps place the right products in your field. Pioneer, with you from the word go. Your Ag Impact partners are Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. 
Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Whether you're on the mats or at the office, chiropractic care is important to your health. See Flow Rank Chiropractic and Wellness on 2nd Avenue in Kearney and find out how we can get you back in line with your body and health. Flow Rank Chiropractic and Wellness is a very proud supporter of our area wrestlers and wishes everyone good luck. Let's go ahead now and uh, run down who will be in the finals of our championship matches here today. And we will start at 106 pounds. And, again, they will wrestle third, fourth, fifth, sixth. So let's run those down for you. And uh, Larry Baker will chime in with some comments from uh, time to time. But as we get to 106 pounds, it'll be Eli Lanham of Plainview, ranked number three in the state, taking on Brock Kester of Neely Oakdale, who upset Saucida uh, earlier today from Shelton, who was ranked number two. Yeah, who and has, you know, this is a 10th grader. He's been around Saucida. Uh, and that is, that's a pretty big upset, Doug. At 113 pounds, fourth-ranked Cameron Wilkinson, Wilkinson of Neely Oakdale will take on Sam Turney of Shelton, and then maybe the match of the day will be at 120 pounds, where Isaiah Shields of Amherst, ranked number two, will take on number three, Nate Christensen of Plainview, and over the years, that Amherst-Plainview final, we've had some dandies. Well, yeah, and you've got Christensen. He's a sophomore. He's 15-1. and one. Couldn't get in the lineup last year, Doug. Because they had all those hammers down there. Isaiah Shields was off to a blistering start last year. Kind of hit the freshman skids toward the end of the year. Was six at the state meet last year. This will be a great match. At 126 pounds, Connor Sonderup of Fullerton will take on Caden Guerrero of Southwest. Guerrero was able to uh, pull off an upset in the uh, semifinals, knocking off number six, Tayton Eggleston of Southwest. Here's what I will say, though. I don't think it's a big upset. Caden you know, was beaten in overtime in the semifinals his freshman year at the state meet, got third that year. Last year ended up in a really tough spot in the bracket and hadn't placed, but he's been third at the state meet before. Move on to 132 pounds. You have sixth-ranked Andrew Hurley of Neely Oakdale taking on Morgan Shields of Amherst. At 138 pounds, you'll have Raul Klaus of Elwood taking on Riley Galloway of Amherst. And that was kind of an open weight bracket there. So uh, Galloway, just a young freshman, uh, wrestled really well today for Amherst. But Elwood uh, has a couple kids in the finals, and uh, they'd like to bring home some gold. Yeah, no doubt about it, Raul Klaus. He uh, wrestled right to his seed so far to this spot. He was the number one seed today. And then at 145, Sam Florell of Amherst, who is ranked fourth, will take on Remington Wright of Shelton in the uh, championships. At 152 pounds, the second Elwood finalist is Connor Schutz, and he will take on Andrew Nelson of Plainview. And Connor Schutz, just a freshman, Doug. He's got a big record. He's about 12-2 and right now on the year, and he's a good-looking freshman, really well put together. At 160 pounds, Trace Bosch of Amherst, who has not wrestled out of the first period so far today. Three first-period pins, including a 22-second pin in the semifinals, will take on Dominic Bowling of Plainview. And he was able to knock off Jaden Earhart, the fourth-ranked wrestler from Neely Oakdale in the semifinals. Yeah, and that was big. Trace Bosch finally starting to come back, Doug. He's had a bum knee, and he's finally getting himself back into shape. He's also a two-time state placer. He's been to the semifinals twice in his career at the state meet as Trace. Then 170 and 182 pounds, 
were where we went to pool action, and you have the Duffy boys from Kennesaw. Both of them are ranked fourth. Steven is at 170 pounds. He'll take on Colin Gale of Plainview, and Daniel Duffy is at 182 pounds, and he'll take on Keegan Benson of Cambridge. Yeah, and of course, Stephen Duffy, fifth at the state meet a year ago. Both these Duffy boys just kind of look like they're on a mission, Doug. We moved to 195 pounds, and you will see uh, some of the Cambridge is in the last four finals here, it looks like. Cody Downey of Southwest will take on Matt Pearson of Cambridge. Then at 220 pounds, kind of an unfortunate situation here. We thought maybe we were going to get the top two wrestlers in Class D here in the finals today. Seth Andrews of Cambridge will take on Anthony Starr of Southwest, but number one, Skylar Brown of Overton, missed the meet because of an injury. Yeah, Seth Andrews, number two in the state. Anthony Starr, number five in the state. And as you said, top-ranked Skylar Brown from Overton. Sounds like he's going to be back in the next week or two, so uh, we're still going to get two and five, but it would have nice to see one and two there. And then at heavyweight, as we said, we had three of the top six here today, and it was a pool uh, round robin here, and it's going to end up being Tyler Schultz of Cambridge taking on Jacob Jarabic of Arcadia Loop City. Yeah, like we said, Tyler Schultz, you know, was in the state semis last year. Skaggs from uh, Axtell, as we know, pinned him in 39 seconds in the semis last year at the state meet. Uh, so he's been fifth. Three or four really good heavyweights here today. Uh, Doug, Logan Kircher from Southwest, another really good heavyweight in this in this field. And then A.J. Skaggs, you mentioned that he's ranked third and, of course, uh, had that tough injury in football that's kept him out and he's still trying to get back uh, to get his wrestling season going yeah and that, that, that that's how this works a lot of times you know the nice thing is about wrestling is you get that break in between football and, and Thanksgiving, or Thanksgiving when we get started, and then you get the Christmas break. So a lot of times uh, these guys will start a little slow, but they've got plenty of time here to get it going before February. We're probably less than five minutes away from wrestling as they're ready to introduce those and clean the mats, and they'll introduce uh, the first, second, third, fourth place matches. We'll tell you who's wrestling for third and fourth when we return. The starting lot is brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney here from the Amherst Bronco Wrestling Invitation. It's never too late for Enzone to increase your nitrogen efficiency this year. Enzone is designed to manage your nitrogen no matter what time you decide to apply your fertilizer. With Enzone's wide application window, you can even add Enzone at side dress time. Anytime you're going to apply nitrogen to your crops, you need to add Enzone. Talk to your local fertilizer and chemical dealer. Ask them to add Enzone to your fertilizer. If they don't handle Enzone Synergizer NutriPack, visit Mid Nebraska Chemicals at www.mncag.com. Winter sports are here, and your streaming home for all Platte River Radio games is PlatteRiverPreps.com. Games on Classic Hits 98.9, The Breeze 94.5, 1230 AM KHAS, and ESPN 1460 1550 are all available online thanks to Barney Insurance. You'll find a sports schedule for future broadcasts so you'll know we have your team covered. All of this online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Five Points Bank. We're proud our bankers have the ability to take care of customers in the Kearney area. One of our bank's true differences is our bankers have a true Kearney connection, important in providing the best in banking. Our staff is proud they've lived in Kearney for years. Many have been lifelong residents. Having a true Kearney connection means caring and being involved in the community and committed to making banking work for the people of Kearney. Bank with Five Points Bank. The better bank. The bank with a true Kearney connection. Good things will happen. 
Now let's take a look at the consolation matches here today. At 106, Jesse Saucida of Shelton against Jeremy Oswald of the Aurora JV. At 113, Paxton Hauser of Amherst against Jaden Zabodka of Plainview. At 120, John Tenbenzel of Cambridge against Cooper Atkins of South Loop. At 126, Tate Nagelstead of South Loop against Hunter Cobb of Amherst. At 132, Michael Couts of Shelton versus Cody Bankston of the Aurora JV. At 138, Caster Rule of Shelton and Matt Van Pelt of Southwest. At 145, Cade Wilkinson of Neely Oakdale and Tanner Rungi of the Aurora JV. At 152, Jaron Potts of Amherst and Leroy Garcia of Shelton. Third place at 160, Jade Nairhart of Neely Oakdale against Bobby Evans of Cambridge. At 170, Dylan Smith of Overton against Caleb Pofel of Neely Oakdale. At 182, Dawson Kopp of Neely Oakdale and Lucas Hammer of Plainview. At 195, Drew Bogart of Amherst and Spencer Bloomer of South Loop. At 220, Marshall Still of South Loop and Alex Slagle of Shelton. And at heavyweight, Drake Davenport of Overton and Logan Kirshner of Southwest. And they're not going to do a big hole preview here, it looks like, Larry. So that'll wrap up the New Tech Seed pregame show. New Tech Seed, your yield leader. Contact Terry and Jason Stark or a New Tech Seed dealer near you. We are ready to get things going here in the championships of the 2018 Amherst Wrestling Invitational. Yeah, normally they do a big parade and a video, and they just want to get going today. So right away here, the championship match at 106 pounds. Brock Kester, Neely Oakdale in deep on a leg on Eli Lanham from Plainview. And as we said, a pair of freshmen here, but Lanham, depending on which poll, I've got him at number two in the state. This is a big matchup. Lanham does a nice job fighting Kessler off there. In the third place match, Paxton Hauser of Amherst going against Jaden Sabodka of Plainview, and Sabodka will get the early takedown to go up 2 nothing. Yeah, these Plainview kids, Doug. I mean, here's two more freshmen. Uh, Boyer does a great job getting those guys through that little kids program, and when they show up in the high school ranks, they're ready to go. The 113 and 106 first place matches both going on here. So Lanham of Plainview, Coster of Neely Oakdale, or Kester of Neely Oakdale, and Wilkinson of Neely Oakdale, and Turney of Shelton. Yeah, one fit, one little change you'll see is we've got Sam Turney from Shelton. It's not Shelton Kennesaw anymore. They've split, so we have Shelton wrestling today as well as Kennesaw wrestling today. And it keeps them out of Class C. Uh, that's, yeah. That's one of the big things. Why? I, I don't know uh, all the details, but when they co-op, they go up to Class C, and if they're individual, they're at Class D. And you know what? I haven't looked either. Maybe they go to all the same tournaments. Yeah, probably do. <laughs> you know, and, and give themselves a little better opportunity down at the state tournament. Over here at 113 pounds, we do have our first takedown. Cameron Wilkinson of Neely Oakdale. Oakdale gets the takedown over Turney midway through the first period. Yeah, and Lanham Kester, Doug, this is a lot of high-level wrestling. There, Lanham's going to get the takedown. It was a really nice finish. He had that leg pitted, and he had it up for a long time, and he went to about his fourth finish to finally get it. Very good high-level wrestling by both guys here, Doug. So Lanham, at the right at the end of the first period, 30 seconds left here in the first period, is going to have a 2-0 lead. Down over there in the consolation at 113 pounds. They go to the second period. James Sabatka of Plainview leading Paxton Hauser of Amherst 2 to nothing, And uh, Sabatka takes bottom here to start the second period. And they've wrestled about 40 seconds of that. And they go to a restart here. And off the restart, Sabatka trying to get those hips out around and get a possible reversal, if not the escape. Ooh, and then a roll through. And he is going to get the reversal. Yeah, they were hip to hip there. And Sabatka had a deep whizzer in. You have to be very careful with that. And Hauser pushed into him, and it allowed Sabadka to uh, 
get the reversal with some back points, Doug, so it's going to be 6-0 to zero now. Back over here at the 113-pound championship, Wilkinson rides out, Turney of Shelton for a 2-0 lead at the end of the first period, and they will go both up in the second period. And at the 106-pound championship, Eli Lanham of Plainview with the 2-0 lead as they go to the second period over Brock Kester of Neely Oakdale. And Lanham was able to ride Kester out, and that's really big, Doug. These takedowns like this, a takedown and a ride out, really allows you to eat both points. You get the takedown, you've got to be able to get out so you can cut that takedown to just one. That was a big ride out there. And we will also get both up here to start the second period in the 106-pound final. So don't see that very often, and we do get the takedown over here for Wilkinson to go up 4 nothing. Yeah, and now Lanham from Plainview has got Kester from Neely Oakdale maybe in a little bit of trouble. Kester's trying a Peterson roll here, and Lanham's just stretching him out. So it's 4 nothing in both of the finals. Lanham of Plainview, Wilkinson of Neely Oakdale at 106 and 113 respectively have the leads. There, I tell you, Kessler just kept trying. He hit that Peterson. He got the reversal, and now he's getting backs. He's going to get a full complement of back points here. That's going to be a full five-point move for him. That's a big move for Kessler from Neely Oakdale. He just kept working and working. He may, he may do more than just get that five. He's got him in a little bit of trouble. I don't know that he can pin him from that position, though, Larry. Now, what's making it work is he's under the leg, but he's got the far wrist with the same hand. If he can swim that head, he's going to be in really good shape here. Lanham's doing a good job fighting it off, not panicking at all. Over here at 113 pounds, Wilkinson is now getting back points on Sam Turney of Shelton with 30 seconds to go in the second period. He may be able to finish. Well... He lost the arm there. And now he's in big trouble. And there is the pin. He is able to reestablish it. And there's our first win of the day via the pin. And we'll give that officially in four minutes and 40 seconds, or three minutes and 40 seconds, to a Wilkinson of Neely Oakdale over Turney of Shelton. Yeah, and Sabadka from Plainview uh, still leads 6-2 to two over Paxton Hauser from Amherst. Now it's going to be 8-2. Hauser got it uh, reversed again. These Amherst guys like to work on top, Doug. They like to get on top. They like to go uh, a lot of wrist tilts, and they have not been able to do that there, and Hauser just got turned and pinned. In a time of four minutes exactly, Sabadka of Plainview will get the third-place medal at 113 pounds. Well, now we get the big one. I think maybe the match of the day coming up at you right now, Isaiah Shields. Number two in the state of Nebraska, of course, was sixth at the state meet a year ago. Going to wrestle Nate Christensen from Plainview. 17-1, and one, Doug, on the season, and he's rated number three. And the 126-pound third-place match, Hunter Cobb of Amherst and Tayton Eggleston of South Loop just getting underway. We have two more points now over here for Brock Kester as he is able to take a 7-4 to four lead into the third period of wrestling here and Lanham of Plainview has decided to take down. Yeah, that's the right thing to do. Lanham was controlling this match until the Peterson happened for five and now Kessler's really rolled. So Brock Kester of Neely Oakdale, he leads it seven to four over Lanham and then over here in the 120 pound championship, the first shot by Isaiah Shields and they're going to give it to him, a two point takedown on the edge of the mat. Yeah, that was really nice. He 
uh, had the had the leg uh, in, had it in his crotch, and again he went to about his third finish there. Just did a nice job going from uh, finish to finish to finish, and got one to work. Now Isaiah Shields is tough on top. You're going to see him run a wing, and he'll look to go waist, wrist, tilt. He'll run that tight waist or with a wing, and he'll be extremely tough with it on top, Doug. And you had an interesting way they were seated today too, because Shields, a sophomore, has some losses uh, right now coming into the final 18 and five, and Christensen just one loss coming in. My guess is the the sixth place finish at the state meet a year ago is probably what did it for him. So one and two, and they still get here, ranked second and third in the state of Nebraska at 120 pounds. And just uh, for those that are wondering who's number one, that is Dylan Stewart of Elkhorn Valley. Yeah, and Dylan Stewart's a stud. Very good wrestler, mean, tough. But look at this on top, Shields. This is textbook Shields, textbook Amherst, just tough on top. He's going to go wing half here. Only 20 seconds to work with. He's got a chance to get some back points here, Doug. No change in the 106-pound final. So far, Kester has rode Lanham for the first minute 15 of the last period, and he's got that 7-4 lead. Oh, Shields just turned him, and I mean, he's got him in the torture chamber, Doug. Only nine seconds left here. Oh, that's rough. There's the pin. That's impressive to, to, to wrestle somebody that they think is that highly rated and to just go straight through him. Isaiah Shields, a pin in 156 over Nate Christensen of Plainview in the 2-3 matchup, the highest-rated matchup of the finals here today. We're going to take a break and be back with more of the Amherst Wrestling Invitational after this on KKPR-FM, Kearney, Amherst, and Overton. Car insurance isn't about the car. It's about the precious cargo the car carries. It's about providing security and confidence that if an accident occurs, you'll be protected. I'm Dave Challey of Barney Insurance. As a local independent agent, we can design an insurance program that's just right for you and your family, providing safe, sound, secure insurance protection from auto owners insurance. Stop by or give us a call. Time is the true test of endurance. Barney South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full-service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work. Doug Duda, Larry Baker. Again, want to say a big thank you to Ron Evans, Colin Pfeiffer, all the folks here at Amherst for their hospitality. We are underway in the finals of the Amherst invite, and uh, things did wrap up at 106 pounds with no scoring in the third period. Brock Kester of Neely Oakdale beats number three Eli Latham of Plainview 7-4. Yeah, that was really nice. Like we said, he got the big five points off the Peterson and never looked back from there. Hunter Cobb in the third-place match for Amherst, Doug, at 126 pounds, wrestling Tayton Eggleston from South Loop, tied 2-2, two to two, minute 30 left. 126-pound final, Caden Guerrero of Southwest, who's all over the sophomore Connor Sonderup of Fullerton. He has taken a 5-0 lead. They're on the edge of the mat, and it looks like he's just finished it off with a 118 pin. Yeah, and that was, he had it, he, uh, had Sonderup on his back, did Guerrero earlier in the match, and got rolled through. So a little bit sloppy there, but then he did very well. Like we said, he was third as a freshman, Doug. A lot of high-level wrestling wrestles around the country in the offseason. Caden Guerrero from Southwest, pretty good kid. 
We're going to jump up to the 132-pound first-place match. Morgan Shields of Amherst and Andrew Healy of Neely Oakdale and the 138-pound first-place match, Elwood's Raul Klaus and Riley Galloway of Amherst, just the way they fall in the track wrestling here. A lot more of the finals than the third-place matches are going on. And over at the consolation match, uh, Eggleston now has gotten the two points here in the third period. Eggleston of South Loop leads Cobb of Amherst 4-2 to two with 44 seconds to go on a restart. Cobb will be down. Yeah, and Cobb's got to get going. 44 seconds left there. So far, no score in the 32 or 38-pound matches. Again, it looks like the uh, race will be for runner-up right now. Cambridge and Plainview are tied for second at 108 points. Amherst with 152 has the lead. Neely Oakdale still there with 100 points in fourth. Yeah, and Raul Klaus just got a big takedown on Riley Galloway from Amherst. Klaus, of course, from Elwood. That was a really nice uh, takedown there. I was going to get some analysis there, Larry Baker, from uh, Hall of Fame wrestling coach, former Elwood wrestling coach, Fast Ed Aarons. But he was napping, and so I don't know if he saw exactly what happened. You know, I'm not so sure if he's a Hall of Famer for the work that he did at Elwood or a Hall of Famer for the work that he did uh, uh, at Mullen because he was pretty good when he used to put the shoes on for real. There were so, so many bronze statues in Mullen. I don't know that we can find his anymore, but Galloway does get an escape over here, and so Klaus has a 2-1 lead with 45 seconds to go in the first period, and we've got some scoring at 132, where Hurley of Neely Oakdale gets the takedown on Shields of Amherst. They go out of bounds with 10 seconds to go in the first period. Yeah, that's a good thing they did, because Shields was getting turned there, Doug. He was in big trouble. Got some action going on over here for Hunter Cobb. He's trying to get turned in the final 10 seconds. He's down 4-3, to three, but it looks like Eggleston has regained control, and Eggleston is going to take third place by a score of 4-3. to three. Yeah, wild scramble there right at the end. Moving back to those championship matches, Doug, and Morgan Shields is going to go to the second period from Amherst, trailing 2 to nothing to Andrew Hurley from Neely Oakdale, the number four rated wrestler in the state is Hurley. Klaus from Elwood, another big takedown. He now has got a 4-1 to one lead as the first period is going to come to an end over Riley Galloway from Amherst. So 4-1 to one the lead there after the first period. And we get to the uh, Hurley-Shields match, and Hurley leading 2 nothing after one takes down and gets an immediate reversal yeah, and, and he goes up 4 to nothing. Yeah, and he's going to put Shields on his back here right now. If Shields doesn't get to moving, because he's got that wrist all the way across his back. Shields is in deep trouble here, Doug. He's not getting out of this. There's a pin in 2-23 for Andrew Hurley of Neely Oakdale, which will help them out in the team points. Third place match, 132 pounds. Michael Counts of Shelton and Cody Bankston of Aurora's Junior Varsity. In case you were wondering, we didn't have... Oh, we had trouble over here at the 138-pound match. Klaus has put Galloway on his back early here in the second period. Yeah, he's got a 6-1 to one lead, a minute and a half left, and Klaus has been all over Galloway in this match. And he's Galloway could be in trouble here, Doug. Klaus has got him uh, right towards the center of the mat. Lots of time. He just needs to take his time here and let Klaus, uh, Galloway work himself down. Oh, and then he, on the readjustment, lost him a little bit, but now maybe this is what he needed to put him away. Yeah, he's got that chancer tough. And there's the pin. Elwood with a champion at 138 pounds. Klaus does it in two minutes and 55 seconds. That is five straight pins from 113 to 138 in the finals. We're breezing. We are flying through. Yes, we are, Doug. Uh, Also, getting back to the 106, uh, 
Jesse Saucida, uh, by rule, uh, they didn't wrestle it. Uh, he, Jeremy Oswald of Aurora JV, maybe had too many matches, and so Saucida is awarded third place. Yep, you can only have five in a day. can't have six. They won't let you. So now we go to 145 pounds. The number two rated wrestler in the state, Sam Florell from Amherst, gets the big takedown off Remington right from Shelton. Right away in there in about 10 seconds, gets a takedown. Now Florell's going to go to work on top. Florell's another one that's very good on top, Doug. It'll be all wing wrist, half with a wing, really tough on top. Also, we had the 120-pound consolation match. John Ten Benzel of Cambridge wins by injury forfeit over Cooper Atkins of South Loop. 132-pound consolation match is scoreless after the first period. Bankston of the Aurora JV will take down against Couts of Shelton. The 145-pound third-place match is just begun. A scoreless first period between Cade Wilkinson of Neely Oakdale and Tanner Rungi of the Aurora JV. Yeah, and as you said, the Aurora JV's brought some good ones here. Got a chance to have a splatle coming here on Matt One. Here we go. This is very, very close. Couts has got a shot. He's got it, Doug. That's just for you, Mike Fleshman. Yes, it is. I had the same thought, my friend. A longtime uh, assistant who made our wrestling broadcast to the next level. And we miss our buddy, the Red Rocker. Always enjoying some high school wrestling, but splatted it up, and it's a three-point uh, near fall there for uh, for Counts of Shelton. Now we come back over to the 145-pound final. Yeah, Sam Florell working on top. He's going to go ahead and turn him and pin him, Doug. That's really big. He let Remington Wright have it. Just one minute. It only took him one minute. They had a restart, but Amherst uh, picks up their second champion of the day as Isaiah Shields was a winner earlier today. Trace Bosch will still go for Amherst, but that's the last finalist that they will have. Uh, Amherst invite, we talked about it in the pregame. You're used to having about eight of them in the finals. That was not the case today. Yeah, I think the big thing is when you look at Amherst right now, their hammers did what they were supposed to do today. They all kind of went through and looked pretty good, to be quite honest with you. And then they've just got, you know, they're a mortal team now. They've got some holes in the lineup, and those guys are just going to have to grow up and get better. Five in the finals today for the Broncos, and so far they are two and two. Now on the match for third place, it will be Jaron Potts of Amherst and Leroy Garcia of Shelton at 152. So all three matches now are uh, consolation matches, our third place matches. Michael Couts of Shelton, a 3 nothing lead over Cody Bankston of the Aurora JV as they start the third period. It is Cade Wilkinson of Neely Oakdale, a 2 nothing lead over Tanner Rungi of the Aurora JV with 30 seconds to go in the second period. We'll take a break. Be back with more of the Amherst Wrestling Invite right after this on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming is brought to you by Barney Insurance, Carney, Lexington, Holdridge, and Lincoln. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. 
tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. Thanks to the farmers, Channel Seed is now the third largest seed corn brand and fourth largest soybean seed brand in the country. Best of luck to all the athletes today from Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer. Have you ever seen a dented tortoise? The same way a thick tortoise shell protects its occupant, the bullet spray and bed liners from the dent poppers protect your pickup truck's bed. No rust, corrosion, dents, or scratches ever. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck, and it says so in writing. Bullet spray on liners is the one that goes on hot, stays strong. That means your truck holds its value longer. Surprised that the dent popper now applies bullet spray on? Don't be. The dent popper's been on the leading edge of vehicle preservation for years. See the dent popper north of railroad on first on the bricks downtown. Carney for a free estimate. Doug Duda, Larry Baker, our producer engineer Stacy Johns, back with you at the championship round of the 2018 Amherst Wrestling Invitational. Want to remind you that the NFL playoffs are underway. All four games on ESPN. Uh, the doubleheader tomorrow begins at noon, but today the Kansas City Chiefs have taken a 14 to nothing lead over the Tennessee Titans. You can hear that on ESPN 1460 and 1550. Then at 7:15 tonight, the defending NFC champion Atlanta Falcons are taking on the Los Angeles Rams. Falcons win, I think. Well, if one of the underdogs does, that could be the one. Let's take a look at where we're at here. We have our third-place finisher at 132 pounds, Michael Couts of Shelton, 6 to nothing over Cody Bankston of the Aurora JV. At 145 pounds, they've got one minute to go in the match. Cade Wilkinson, a 2-1 lead over Tanner Rungi, and they're on their feet. And then we come over here to uh, what's going on at 152 pounds in the third-place match. And Jaron Potts has a second-period takedown here over Leroy Garcia to have a 2-0 lead, and he's been able to ride him out for about a minute. We're down to the final 15 seconds of the second period. Yeah, Jaron Potts has looked pretty good. I thought Leroy Garcia really did a nice job on his feet, Doug. And once they got to this spot, Potts has been pretty suffocating. The second period's going to end here with Potts unable to get out. Or Garcia, excuse me, and Potts looked really good on top. Potts is going to take down, so we'll see if Garcia can return the favor here. Back over to action of the 145-pound consolation match. Both on their feet, and Rungi of Aurora needs a takedown, and he's going to get it. There's a two-point takedown with 25 seconds to go. He's got a 3-2 lead now. Wilkinson of Neely Oakdale has to get out to tie this thing up, and he's got an opportunity here, Larry. Yeah, he's almost out. He's going to get the reversal, I think. Really close. Rungi's wrestling tough. There's 10 seconds left. They're going to go out of bounds. I think they'll give him one, Doug. Yeah, one, not two. So we'll start neutral with eight seconds to go. 3-3, three, three, third place, 145. Rungi's just got to get going here, Doug. Get a takedown. These are important points for Neely Oakdale. They've still got a chance to get second. And it looks like we're going to go to overtime as Rungi takes the shot, but nothing happens. Overtime in the 145 consolation. Yeah, and Leroy Garcia, Doug. Uh, gave up a reversal. It was four to zero, and then Potts just gave up the reversal to make it four to two, and just about got caught on his back. One ten left in the third period. There and Leroy Garcia from Shelton says, "Let's go to our feet." Gives him the free escape. So it's five to two now. Jaron Potts over Leroy Garcia. 138-pound third-place match. Caster Rule of Shelton with a first-period takedown has a two-nothing lead over Matt Van Pelt of Southwest. They start here in period number two. Yep. And Potts looks like he might be in on another two-point takedown. Yeah, it's 7-2, to two, and this is just where he's been so good. When he stayed basic, he's been really good on top. When Garcia's got this match to roll around a little bit, it's put him in the best spot. 
looked like potentially dangerous down there in the overtime. Tanner Rungi of the Aurora JVs wrestling Cade Wilkinson from Neely Oakdale. It looked like Wilkinson was about to be in on a move, and now he's in on a single. Now he's in on a double. Rungi's just made his hips like lead here, Doug. He's got Wilkinson starting to get spread out. Wilkinson's trying to turn the corner. He's got to pop that head out. The guy's head that stays highest here, Doug, will win. 30 seconds to go in overtime. Wilkinson's doing a good job, but I think Rungi's going to come out the back door, or Wilkinson's going to come out the back door here, I think. It sure looked like it, but now they're down to 10 seconds to go in overtime. We may be going to sudden victory. Well, this gasses your arms out if you're Wilkinson. You hang out down there, and this is tough. Now they're belly on the mat. If Rungi can step over, he's going to get the takedown, but he ran out of time. We're going to go to sudden victory. Over here at 152 pounds, Jaron Potts of Amherst finishes it off with a 7-2 win over Leroy Garcia to take third. Again, our winners so far, Brock Kester, Neely Oakdale, 106. Cameron Wilkinson, Neely Oakdale, 113. Isaiah Shields, Amherst, 120. Caden Guerrero, Southwest, 126. Caster Rule just got the pin, Doug. 138 third-place match. Caster Rule will pick up the win by pin for third place. Other winners, Andrew Hurley, Neely Oakdale at 132. Raul Klaus, Elwood, 138. Sam Florell, Amherst, 145. Our next two finals will be Connor Schutz of Elwood and Andrew Nelson of Plainview at 152 and Trace Bosch of Amherst, Dominic Bowling of Plainview at 160. And right now at 170 pounds, Stephen Duffy from Kennesaw takes the mat. Of course, state medalist last year. He's uh, rated third right now in the state. He's wrestling, calling Gale from Plainview. The one thing I'd say about Duffy is I think he needs to get in the weight room. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That kid is a brick. He's built very, very well. You can tell he's done all the work, Doug. And you know something else just that I've noticed? You know you've got the alternate uniform rule this year? Every kid I've seen wrestle today has the singlet. Every yes. single one of them. Yes. Well, I'd like them all to wear the alternate uniform, if you want my honest opinion. I'm a very big proponent of that. I'd like to see the singlet go away from wrestling completely, if you want my opinion. Not that you ask for it, but I give it to I you. I think we're still looking financially, aren't we? No. Um, most You've got a lot of wrestling coaches that haven't completely bought into it yet. I think it will help our sport. You'll get more kids out for the sport. It's the right thing to do. And it didn't take long over here at 170 pounds. It looks like it's going to be Poeful of Neely Oakdale to defeat Dylan Smith of Overton with the pin. And now we get ready for the 100 and... Yeah, and these two dudes are still doing it in the center. Rungi yeah. and Wilkinson, this thing might go all day. We're in the second part of sudden victory. Now we're in the tiebreaker. Well, we're in the tiebreaker, okay. So Rungi of Aurora has to ride out Wilkinson of Neely Oakdale. If Wilkinson can get out in 30 seconds, he'll be the winner. Tied at three. He comes to his feet. There he breaks it. There's one. Now that's... You've got to keep wrestling the 30 seconds out here. And Rungi might get the takedown here, Doug. Four seconds to go. And time runs out with no points awarded. And it looks like Wilkinson of Neely Oakdale is going to get the win here over Tanner Rungi of Aurora JV by a score of 4-3. to three. I'm really surprised that wasn't maybe a takedown at the end. We are over here between Cole Stokebrand and Wyatt McConville of Southwest. That's, again, 170, 182, and heavyweight. We'll have some pool play uh, where we'll be wrestling for fifth and sixth, third and fourth in some of them. And Duffy's actually in a little bit of a battle over here at 170. He does have 
the uh, takedown to start the first period. And he leads Colin Gale of Plainview 2 to nothing. Gale takes bottom, and now Duffy's working him here to start the second period. Yeah, Duffy just about put him on his back, got a little overzealous there. He needs to take his time, minute and a half left. He's working these wings. He just needs to be calm here. The thing about Duffy is Duffy does wrestle at a pretty high pace, and he's very highly conditioned, so he can get into the deep water without a lot of trouble, Doug. Now the 152-pound final, Connor Schutz of Elwood and Andrew Nelson of Plainview take the bat here. Right in the middle on Matt two, Cole yeah. Stokebrand has a two nothing lead for Amherst over McConville. And with a minute with a minute left there, Duffy'd had enough of trying to stay with Gale. Gale was just moving very well down there, uh, and Duffy's had enough. I want to go back to my feet. So the score's two to one here. About fifty seconds left in the second period. Duffy's in deep on a shot. He's going to trap that arm. Nice job. He's going to get back points here. He went and hit an outside single, but he kept the arm. Only went one arm to the leg. He's going to. This is five for sure, and there's the pin, Doug. So there you go. He lets him up, and about 25 seconds later, he hits what he wants. He gets the pin, a pin in 319 for Stephen Duffy to clinch the 170-pound weight class. Yeah, and that was really slick. All that was was an outside single, but he kept the far arm, so it commits uh, – uh, his opponent's body, he does a fantastic job there with that finish. 152-pound final. Shuts of Elwood, Nelson of Plainview. They've just been on their feet. No scoring. 40 seconds to go, first period. Yeah, Cole Stokebrand's going to get the pin over Wyatt McC- M- uh, McConville from Southwest. Get another win for him. 59 seconds. Pounds. 159, he got that pin, Doug. As we roll along here on Classic Hits 98.9 and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com, we're in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth at Amherst, bringing you the finals of the 2018 Bronco Invitational. Carney Towing is on the road, bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road. From heavy-duty towing to roadside assistance, call Carney Towing and Repair. When you need us, we'll be there. Down at 152 pounds, Elwood's other finalist, Connor Schultz, comes out. 0-0 at the end of the first period, wrestling Andrew Nielsen from Plainview. Schultz, 12-2 and on the year, Doug. Again, just a freshman. This is what I said earlier in the open. This is a good-looking freshman. Nice-looking body. Looks like he's put together. Fairly athletic kid. Schutz has decided to defer his choice, so Nelson of Plainview will take down to start the second period of a scoreless match. Over at 170 pounds, again, another... Uh, round-robin match here. Caleb Fofel of Neely Oakdale and Dylan Smith of Overton basically for third pace, place, and Fofel wastes no time. A pin in a minute nine. Yeah, I had a headlock there. When you get that headlock and you run that arm over the mouth and nose, that's awful rough. You just start to suffocate yourself. Fofel did a pretty good job there in the way he finished that. Dawson Kopp of Neely Oakdale, Lucas Hammer of Plainview wrestling for third and fourth at 182 in another pool over here at 152. Still no score as Nelson of Plainview has been trying everything to get away from Shuts of Elwood, and he keeps breaking him back down to the mat. Now he might turn him yeah, he's got a chance right on the edge. If he can take that, if he can bring that in with a minute left, he, he's got a chance to get the fall here, Doug. He's so on the edge of the mat that as soon as he moves that left toe, he's going to run out of room, and there they are. They do come off the mat. So good work there by Schutz of Elwood, but not able to score. 58 seconds to go, second period. They'll restart it. Nelson chose bottom, so he's still there. And again, like I said, Schutz is showing a lot of maturity here. That was a pretty uh, big scramble there, and he seemed to be very comfortable in all of those uh, positions that make a lot of young kids panic. 
Now we've got the 182 pool final between fourth-ranked Daniel Duffy of Kennesaw, the 17-1 senior against the freshman Keegan Benson of Cambridge. This might be a lesson here. This yeah. is this is a maturity thing here. Yeah, and that was that was a pretty big takedown there. And of course, Duffy ended up getting beat in the round of eight last year. Doug doesn't get a medal at the state meet, uh, so that was awful tough for him. And as you're seeing, his record very much on a mission this year. So he will let Benson up, and then they will go to a two-one restart here. So kind of like Bro did, he wants to wrestle from his feet as much as possible. One oh. minute in, what a what a slide by. Yeah, that was beautiful, beautiful little duck. He gets the two and then pounces. You might be right. This might be a little bit of a lesson. Keegan Benson, just a freshman. Well, Connor Schutz of Elwood is able to ride Andrew Nelson of Plainview out the entire second period. So now Schutz is choice to go to the third period, and they are scoreless. And he will, of course, in this situation, decide to take down. So shots with the advantage as they go to a scoreless third. Well, and this is it now. because And you start getting to, there's the big pin, Doug, for Duffy. That just was a matter of putting him out of his misery. Daniel Duffy of Kennesaw, 133 over Keegan Benson of Cambridge. Now let's see if Schutz can get out. Because just remember, as an eighth grader, he was able to ride everybody out, get out from everybody. Now you get into January, February in your freshman year, and you get in these tough matches. You've got to be able to get out as a young guy. Well, he's trying to pop those hips out. But again, they're at the very edge of the mat, and they are going to go out of bounds. A restart with 134 to go. Yeah, and I love it. Get up, sprints back to the center, gets himself set, does shuts. Boy, we're rolling along. we got some 220s out there already, Doug. Looks like we're going to go to the 220 final. Seth Andrews of Cambridge, Anthony Starr of Southwest. Starr looked impressive in his semis. Oh, now see here, Schutz tries a little funk roll there, and there's immaturity. He gives up two back points trying... Uh, to take that uh, leg, and he, he tried to funk roll with it and got stuck there on his back for a two count. Now he's down 2 nothing. He may not know it. Yeah, the senior, using his experience there from Plainview, he's up 2-0. A minute to go now. Schutz, who had the advantage, has got to find a way to do more than just get out now. Yeah, and he's going to get an escape here, I'm sure of it. Ooh, he's trying to Big trip inside to his trip. back. What'd they give him? Going to give him one. Yep, big inside trip there. Did a nice job. So now a takedown makes it three to two here. Shuts very much in this match. 50 seconds to go. They wrestle on their feet. Shuts trying to be aggressive. The freshman against the senior. The senior Nelson knows the counter. Oh, that was beautiful, Doug. He got stuffed on a shot. Does Shuts and he peeks out. Now he's stuffed down in a double. He's going to finish. He's going to finish right. He's going to put Nelson right to his back, Doug. 30 seconds to go. He's getting the near fall. The two-point takedown. He's got a 3-2 lead. And he got the five count, I believe. And now just be patient. Just lay there. Yeah, there's been no stalling. Clock running. 20 seconds. Nelson has no out right now. He's got that head locked up pretty good. He was the aggressor there, Doug. And what he did in that final sequence was he fainted to the right, came back to the left, got stuffed, and then a beautiful peek out to put himself in the position to get in that double dynamite job. How about this? Two champions for the Elwood Pirates today here at the Amherst Invitational. And it ends up being a 6-2 win for Connor Schutz of Elwood over Andrew Nelson of Plainview. And Cambridge and Neely Oakdale really liked that one because now they may have passed them in the team race for second. Yeah, keep your eyes on Connor Schutz from Elwood, boys. He's a freshman. He looks very good. 
Mama's happy. Mama's happy. I know that for a fact. There's some high-fiving going on over in the uh, pirate section tonight. Let's take a look at what else is going on. Back over at 220, we had a takedown by Starr, an escape by Andrews of Cambridge, and another takedown by Starr. And so he's up 4-1, to one, and they will go neutral to start the second period. Yeah, and we get uh, the 160-pound final now. Trace Bosch from Amherst, two-time state placer. Been to the semis twice, lost very close matches both times. He's got the Plainview kid right now, Dominic Bowling. Who upset Earhart, the fourth-ranked wrestler from Neely Oakdale in the semifinals. That is exactly right. And he has had some blood today. He's got that head wrapped up after being cut on the forehead. Yeah, and that that can be a real pain because that can make a match take forever. And Bosch in on the double leg. He gets the takedown again. He is 3-0 today, and all three matches ending in the first period. Bosch won his semifinal in 22 seconds. Yeah, and I'm just telling you right now, Bosch is a murderer on top, Doug. I mean, he's a really good on top. He is trying to get the turn already on bowling. Back over here at 220, another takedown for Starr, an escape by Andrews. And Starr is going to get another takedown. He's up 8-2 midway through the second period at 220. Right here, look at Bosch, and he's just working, working, and he's doing it nice and slow. He's showing a lot of patience here. There's the pin. Yeah, he gives the Amherst crowd a little. He knows how big time it is to win in this place in January. You don't always get to wrestle in front of your home crowd, and Trace Bosch gives Amherst a 3-2 and two record today in the finals with a 160-pound championship in a pin in 107 and it is all over here at 220 anthony star of southwest ends up with the pin that's did i see that right yeah yeah you did doug anthony star fifth at the state meet a year ago beats the number two rated wrestler in the state of nebraska in seth andrews out of cambridge that was a pretty big deal uh, looked really good out there doing it, and a big win there. That leaves us the 195 and the 285-pound final, and a 195 has just gotten on the match. Uh, Matt here, Cody Downey of Southwest and Matt Pearson of Cambridge. Don't forget when we're done, the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. We'll recap everything in case you missed it. And then we're going to get the heavyweights here at the same time. So, again, a lot of third and fourth still to go. But Tyler Schultz, fourth-ranked of Cambridge, and another state-rated wrestler from Arcadia Loop City, Jacob Jarabic. Jarabic has to win this. He was already beaten today. Schultz is 4-0. Yeah, and in that 195-pound uh, match, Cade Downey for Cody Downey, excuse me, from Southwest, he was sixth at the state meet a year ago, Doug. He's rated fifth in the state, but at 182 pounds. So maybe they're a little unsure as far as where he's going to wrestle this year. Wrestling Matthew Pearson from Cambridge. They're scoreless with a minute left. Moving to the heavyweight match, uh, Jarabic trying a lot of upper body stuff, and now he's looking like he might get headlocked. There, Tyler Schultz tried to headlock. Jarabic did a nice job. Again, Schultz a senior, 22 and 3. Jarabic a sophomore, 17 and 3. That official pin, uh, we missed that, Larry. We missed that. Andrews of Cambridge actually turned star. I thought when it went to 8-4, to four, we might have missed that. Cambridge does get the win. Seth Andrews, who was really dominated the first three minutes of the match, ended up turning star and pinning him in 3-13. Big headlock there. Kind of a lazy man headlock there by Jarabic. He's going to get two takedown, no backs. That was just kind of an old lazy headlock where he just laid on his head and kind of threw him down like a calf. Just apologize over there to uh, Seth Andrews of Cambridge. He bided his time and 
found the found the move he wanted and got the uh, got the pin. Yeah, that's a big win, Doug. As we said, you know, he just beat a, a state medalist. So Andrews of Cambridge, Overstar of Southwest. Looks like a cradle here. And again, like we said, Jarabic is so long. When you wrestle a kid like Jarabic, Schultz has got to make sure his head doesn't get too close to his knee. And he's just cradled him up. Jarabic just cradled him up to his back. And Schultz is in big trouble. There's only 15 seconds left. And I don't think he's going to be able to get the pin here. Yeah, it's tough for heavyweights to create enough space to be able to pin in a cradle. But, I mean, he'll cradle him up all day if Schultz keeps wrestling with his face next to his knees. And so that'll be the score at the end of the first period. Jarabic Varcadia Loop City 5, Schultz of Cambridge nothing. Right now, Neely Oakdale second with 125. Looks like they're going to take it. Cambridge third with 114. Plainview fourth with 112. Amherst will win it with 175 points. And trying to get more out there is Drew Bogard. He is wrestling for third place against Spencer Bloomer of South Loop at 195 pounds. Yeah, they're going to go on their feet. Schultz says let's go both up to start the second period. Jarabic comes right back in, looking for double overs. There, he's got the double over. And over here at 195 pounds, a scoreless first period, but now it is Matt Pearson of Cambridge tilting Cody Downey of Southwest, and he's got him on his back 30 seconds into the second. Yeah, this would be big here, Doug. He's got a cradle on, and he's got the body scissored on Downey. Going to get three near fall there. Going to make it 6-0. to zero. No, just three to zero. Oh, three to zero. Excuse me. Because he was on top to start the second period. Down he chose bottom and got turned. Yeah, Jarabic's going to hit him with that same kind of headlock where he just kind of sticks it to the mat and lays there with it. There's a minute 15 left. I don't see this ending any other way than right here. Jarabic looks like he's going to put him away, and there it is. Yes. A pin in 251 over number four, Tyler Schultz. Yeah, Schultz would have gone to sleep, Doug, if he'd have stayed in that. That was a tight headlock. That's the only loss of the day for Tyler Schultz of Cambridge. So, Jarabic had also been beat. That's our only pool because the Duffy boys went undefeated at 70 and 82. That's the only pool today where we didn't have a true undefeated wrestler. Yeah, and now they'll go to some criteria. My guess is with the pin, Jarabic will probably win that. He, he got beat by Kirshner today, 10 to 6. And now, over here, Cody Downey who was nearly pinned, is able to turn Pearson and get him on his back, but he's off the mat. It's going to be a two-point reversal and a three-point near fall. Yeah, Pearson was kicking the table. They had to uh, bring it back into the center. Smart move. (laughs) Gee whiz, I guess. So it's 5-3 to three now. Downey of Southwest leading Pearson of Cambridge. Ten seconds to go in the period. How about Pearson off the whistle getting the reversal? Yeah, hang on. This thing isn't going to end here. I promise you that. These guys are getting after it. Five to five, headed to the third. And now Drew Bogard of Amherst is down five to one to Spencer Bloomer of South Loop in the third place match at 195 pounds as the second period is winding down. Bogard better not shoot from that far away again or he's going to get pancaked. And over here again in a heavyweight pool wrestling match, Drake Davenport of Overton is taking on Logan Kirchner of Southwest at heavyweight. Yeah, really impressed with these two kids today, Doug. Kirchner and Davenport, both of them have looked really good. Back to the 195 final, Matt Pearson of Cambridge takes bottom to begin the third period in a 5-5 score with Cody Downey of Southwest. Yeah, and Downey's got a leg in, riding really tough on Pearson now. 
Pearson, you'd think, is kind of in the catbird seat here. A minute and a half left. I don't think one point's going to get it. Oh, boy, and Bogart's in a lot of trouble here, Doug. Minute 40 left, and he's on his back. Well, Bloomer, oh, he fights off. Bloomer's going to cradle him up again. Scores 8-1. to one. Bloomer's going to get three more here, I think. Bugard's got to really fight here. There's more back points. Oh, and down he turns Pearson, Doug, in that 195-pound championship match. And he just kept that leg in and just kept working and kept working. Action everywhere. Oh, I thought Drake Davenport from Overton had a takedown over there, Doug, on Logan Kirchner at Southwest. Ron Smith is going to wave it off and say, no, sir. Ten seconds left in the first period. No score. Look at Bogart. He's fired up. He's down 11-2 to two with 50 seconds left, and he wants to win here. There's no quitting him. Just keep on keeping on, but he's going to have to get a miracle throw now with 50 seconds remaining. There, and it looks like Cody Downey from Southwest is going to get the pin over Matthew Pearson from Cambridge. And Pearson a little shaken up here in the 195-pound final. Lost his breath. A pin in 5-14. So Downey, who found himself on his back and in trouble in the second period, able to get out of there and claim the 195-pound championship. Yeah, Drake Davenport on top uh, of Overton, on top of Logan Kircher of Southwest here. Kircher kind of gassed out a little bit earlier. Kircher got to his feet here. Davenport up against the wall. You got to love him. In Ron Smith's old days, he'd have slid in there and been the shield. <laughs> Not, Not anymore. anymore. No. <laughs> he says, boys, you're on your own. And it's over down here at 195 pounds in the consolation match. Spencer Bloomer of South Loop, a 13-2 win over Drew Bogard of Amherst. We have a couple of matches left to bring to you. Let's take a break and be back with more of the Amherst Wrestling Invite right after this on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. When DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go, what does that mean? It means packing a ton of people power, along with unmatched service and support, into high-performance hybrids. Sure, Pioneer corn products feature high-performance trait packages, but it's your local team of professionals that helps place the right products in your field. Pioneer, with you from the word go. Your Ag Impact partners are Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. Daniel the Deer danced everywhere. He pranced through fields and jigged through rivers. Then he saw it. What a stage. A place no deer had dared dance before. The hood of a brand new car. Hey, my car. And the car was covered thanks to Farmers Insurance. Deer Dance Floor, December 1st, 2014. Talk to a farmer's agent. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. Bum, 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 this bum, is Brandy with the Simonson Agency. Come see me today and see if you are getting the best value. Located in the strip mall west of Apple Market in Kearney. Doug Duda, Larry Baker, back with you here in the Kearney Towing and Repair Broadcast booth at Amherst. Our final two matches happen to be the third place matches at 220 and at heavyweight. 
And at 220, Marshall still of South Loop has the takedown over Alex Slagle of Shelton. And now he's able to uh, get another one here to start the second period. He's got it all in. He needs to slow down. He's going to get rolled through. That's exactly what happened. Big move by Alex Slagle. He was dead on his back, and he just rolled Marshall still all the way through. Match over. Alex Slagle. Wins by pin in a minute and 27 seconds. So that just leaves Davenport of Overton and Kirshner of Southwest. We've got another roll through here. Yeah, that was good. He hit that kind of fat man roll. Grab the wrist. Let your hips do the work. Game game over there for Logan Kircher. Logan Kircher of Southwest pinning Drake Davenport in three minutes and 16 seconds. And so both of them were close and in... Both times there, the aggressor ended up in trouble and ended up on their back. Yeah, you got to take your time, like especially down here in the one before. You get a guy put to his back, just slow down, let things happen, because the guy on the bottom can allow momentum to be his friend. So that brings us to the end. About an hour's worth of wrestling, maybe a little bit more than that, uh, when we started here on Classic Hits 98.9, KKPR-FM, Kearney, Amherst, Kennesaw, Shelton. Glad to have you all along with us. When we come back, it'll be the New West postgame show, and we will take a look at all of the final stats. So hopefully get a chance to chat with Coach Chase Klingelhofer as Amherst is going to uh, win it again here. And, uh, Larry, before we take this final break, How surprised are you or how surprised should we be that Amherst is going to win this by nearly 50 points? Not terribly surprised. Uh, Again, they've still got quite a lineup, uh, Doug. I was a little bit surprised about how Plainview uh, wrestled in the finals. Um, Neely looks pretty good. Neely looks tough. And, you know, they were without one of their better wrestlers today as well uh, was Neely. And so was Plainview. They're missing one of their best kids, Steinkraut's kid. Uh, uh, But I, I, I thought Amherst looked pretty game. And the rest of the field here today, uh, any surprises there for you? No, Doug, I thought, uh, um, again, I guess I'll say Neely. I didn't, you know, know that Neely was going to be as good as they are. Neely looks pretty good. Coach Davis got him going. And they are ready to uh, hand out the uh, wrestler of the meet, and I believe Isaiah Shields of Amherst, uh, the number two ranked kid who beat number three, Nate Christensen of Plainview, in a first period pin. Yeah, he clearly was the guy today, Doug. That was a... Just a stomping uh, in the finals. That was a kind of a guy on a mission. And like I said, he had such a tremendous year last year and just got a little rough at the state meet for him. Still got a state medal, but again, Isaiah Shields is a kid that's on a mission. We will be back with more from the 2018 Amherst Wrestling Invite right after this. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. Thanks to the farmers, Channel Seed is now the third largest seed corn brand and fourth largest soybean seed brand in the country. Best of luck to all the athletes today from Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer. 
Whether you're on the mats or at the office, chiropractic care is important to your health. See Flowrank Chiropractic and Wellness on 2nd Avenue in Kearney and find out how we can get you back in line with your body and health. Flow Rank Chiropractic and Wellness is a very proud supporter of our area wrestlers and wishes everyone good luck. And welcome back to Amherst. It is time now for the New West Sports Medicine or Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Amherst wins their own invitational yet again. I'd have to go back through the years. It's been a long time that they haven't won their own invite, but uh, they are on top again here today, Larry Baker. Yeah, I want to say back in about 2000, 2001, we were second to them here. So it's been a lot of years in a row. I'd love to know the last time maybe uh, Amherst didn't win this tournament. Do you have any idea, Chase? Chase, any idea the last time the Broncos didn't win their own invite? been a while. I mean, it's it? a stumper, I, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I really don't know. I'm thinking back to my years, and, and I, yeah, I'm stumped. Before that, I want to say 2000, 2001, somewhere in there, when I was at Loop City, we got second. We lost to you. So, I mean, and I've come to this thing all those years, and I don't yeah, remember that, somebody that's else leaving something with I'm going to uh, find myself at the computer tonight researching that, I'm yeah. sure. Well, Chase, congratulations on the win. Uh, give me a, an assessment. Did you think first place and first place by 50 points was, was possible here today? Um, I thought it was possible. Um, you know, obviously, plain view, I was thinking about them. They were without Steinkraus today, and that would have made a difference. Um, you know, I, I thought overall we still wrestled very well. Um, our young guys stepped up. Trace Bosch, having him back and getting him down to 160 is, is helping a lot, and, and hopefully that will be a big game changer for us down the road too. Talk a little bit. We can talk about the uh, – kind of it overall on a second, but I'm really curious about Isaiah Shields. You know, had a tremendous year last year, probably didn't finish the way he wanted it to down there, uh, but he looked good today. That was a high-level match in the finals and, I mean, finished it emphatically. Yeah, I think that was probably one of the the more highly anticipated matches coming in was um, Isaiah and Christensen, and and for him to come out and get that pin in the first period is is going to be a huge confidence booster. Um, you know, we went to wrestled on Tuesday, and and he beat a, a rated kid in Class B from Crete, and and that just got him absolutely pumped up, and then carried over into this tournament and pinned his way through. Uh, is hopefully he keeps doing this the rest of the year. Where has he turned the corner? Has or has he turned the corner? I mean, as Larry mentioned, sometimes it ends with a thud at the end of the season, and it takes so. I mean, you got to wait all the way until the next December before you get back on the mat. Uh, where is he better uh, right now? Um, as, as far as on the mat, yeah, um, or off the mat, maybe it's a mental thing. It could be anything. He's he's definitely um, more mentally tough than last year. You know, just maturing in its own does that. But um, as far as on the mat, if he gets on top, he's dangerous. Um, but you know, he's also he's got a heck of a low single to slide by, and it, those are tough to stop too. He's just he's really slick. He's long. He's fast, he, but but once he gets on top and he and he gets his wings going, everybody knows they're they're coming. So I, I'm not worried about saying that what he does. Once he gets that wing in and and he gets it in his mind that he's going to go, then it's he can turn anybody with it. Yeah, and Trace very much on you know, getting him back and he's healthy and everything looks good there. He's another one, you know, been to the semis twice. You know, last year, got in a tough spot in a tough weight. But I thought he looked good today because Trace is another one on top 
you know, if he can finish his shots, you know, if, if there's been one bugaboo, maybe it's been that in his career. But when he gets on top, I thought he looked very crisp today the way he always has. Yeah, like you said, on his feet, he he likes to get in the habit. He'll take a shot, and if he doesn't finish, he likes to, to maybe lay his head on the mat a little bit with his arms above his head. But well, that's something we're working on. Once we get over that, um, like you said again, once he gets on top, he's very dangerous. He knows what he's doing. He's good with his hips and, and body position, and, and um, it's going to be a good year for him at 160 if he can stay healthy. Talking with Chase Klingelhofer, Amherst head wrestling coach. He had three others in the finals. Sam Florell gets a win. You get a maybe a little surprise out of Galloway, the freshman getting in there, and then Morgan Shields, uh, also a, a runner-up today. Just maybe a synopsis of those three. Um, Riley Galloway started JV 152 for us. Um, he just met his descent plan um, here right after Christmas, and so getting him down there to 138 uh, is, is really helping too. He's improving a lot. Uh, Morgan Shields has stepped up a lot. He's, his speed has really improved. Um, uh, who was the last one we were talking about? Sorry. And then Sam. Uh, Sam. Sam. Um, Sam is another one that that most of the time is lights out for us. Um, yeah. No, go ahead. Yeah. Um, but he's just been wrestling really tough. He, he worked hard all summer, and it's showing on the mat. I think he looks like a huge 145-pounder, but maybe that's just me, but but he definitely is uh, pulling his own weight. Yeah, I would say Sam looks uh, more mature than he did last year physically by a long ways. Uh, quickly, Chase, just just talk about where you see the Broncos right now coming into these this last kind of six-week sprint. Uh, like I said, we're, we're healthy. Um, guys are where they're supposed to be now as far as weight. Um, we're getting more confidence in, in each week. Uh, I think we're going to surprise a lot of people down the road. And, um, you know, I hope later on I don't get myself in trouble by saying that. But but for me, from what I see in the practice room, of course I can't see other practice rooms across the state. But the way I see my guys work, uh, we come out on the weekends and we, we take care of it and we do our best, what, what we can control. Um, I think we're going to... I think we're going to surprise some people. Let me ask you, because I'm sure you've already been asked, this year the districts are different. We're used to the same district. It's either here at Amherst or at Elm Creek. It's been at Cambridge a few times. This time it'll be totally different for you. You guys are going up to Oakland, Craig. You'll be in a northeast district. Uh, how how different will that be? And I guess just your thoughts on not seeing the same guys that you've seen all year and you'll be in a totally different district. I think that's about the best part about it. Um, Usually when we're here with in the D3s that we've been for however many years, we see almost every team five, six times throughout the year. And, and here we saw Cambridge today, and we don't see them again. Um, so we got, we got a few head-to-heads on them. They got some on us. So other than that, we see Elkhorn Valley at Neely and Creighton at Neely. And I think that's about the only teams that we're going to see before districts. Yeah, and I, I think the Neely tournament will be a really important tournament for you with where you're going as far as the district tournament, would you agree? I agree. Um, so I don't know. I, I think it's going to be a good thing. I don't think the traveling is going to affect us. Um, we should be okay. All right, Coach, congratulations on the win. Good to see you, you as always. And uh, yep. keep them healthy and success. We'll talk to you again soon. All right, thank you. You bet the head coach of the Amherst Broncos, Chase Klingelhofer. That brings me into our Seeds to Success, brought to you by your Impact Ag partner, Craig Weeches and Todd Travis. Pioneer knows more about seeds with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans. Get the best 
for your field this year with Craig Weeches or Todd Travis, your Pioneer Seed Dealer, Science with Service, delivering success. Let me ask you a couple questions, big picture about that district. First thing that pops into my mind is when you have a team in Amherst that is probably, I'm not calling them weak, I'm just saying they are a little farther down. I see a lot of opportunities instead of maybe winning first and second at the D3 that they've been in. They may be in a few more of those third-place matches, which will then take you to Omaha in a whole lot different draw. Am I off-base, or what do you think about that? Well, I would say not completely off-base. I see what I see what you're saying. I think one of the things that Chase, the one thing he said that's right is that this D3 the is... The one all, thing? Excuse me, the one thing? The one thing that he said the, he's right? Or you mean well, one of the things that yeah, he said? Yeah, the, the one thing that he said about the district that I think he's really correct on is... In the D3, it's an FKC tournament. And and they, I'm not kidding you, we were in the D3 forever, and you see all those teams over and over and over and over and over. It's hard to beat somebody five times, and they just know so much about you. They'll go to Neely. I mean, they wrestle a schedule where they will have seen most of those schools at least once, and that's enough. Yeah. And it is. It's enough. They'll be able to go up there. Travel won't hurt them a bit. They do plenty of travel. They run their program the right way from that perspective. The Northeast districts aren't what they were. When that D2 was a meat grinder, it was the greatest thing ever. We got stuck in it one year, um, and I'm just telling you, it was nothing like the D3. It's not like that today. Uh, it's very Teams look very much like Amherst uh, today. So uh, qualify everybody? Probably not up there. I think you're, you're right in that. And sometimes what wins a state championship are some of those guys that can win one or two. There's one thing that stuck out to me that he said the most. Doug, they think they can win the state championship, and, and, and they should think that. But just reading in between the lines, when you looked into his eyes, and he said, we're going to surprise some people. And he said, I hope I don't get myself in trouble by saying it. You know, I mean, he's, he, he's a little coach speak there, but he was serious. Like, that was, and the look that he had in his face, he is working for something down the road right now with this Bronco team. Well, once again, they got a lot of kids. Yes, they do. I mean, do. again, Class D programs, you might be studs, but you only take five kids that score your points down to state. Amherst continually takes 12, 13 kids. And to, to your point about being in those quarter brackets in the third and fourth place match, that kind of thing, here's what it actually does do for you. Now you draw into the D3 at state. Do you understand yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Instead, you're, you're away from the D3 district at the state meet because you're in it. Now you draw into it. Could be, could be some good things. And, again, it all takes place on the mat. We will be back and give you the uh, final results of the top four wrestlers in each weight class of the team standings on the new West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show right after this. Struggling with the multiple decisions that need to be made in order to achieve your yield goals? Are you looking for that trusted partner who can help provide real yielding solutions for those decisions? At Aurora Cooperative, we pride ourselves in knowing yield and being a partner who listens to your needs and then builds strategies to achieve your farm's goal one field at a time. Aurora Cooperative yield experts are ready to meet your demanding farm needs and put your cooperative to work for your farm and for your future. Contact us today at one of our local Aurora Yield Centers to get your 2018 plan started off on the right foot. Aurora Cooperative, putting owner's equity to work. The Midwinter Cabin Fever Reliever is coming February 10th. It's the 11th Annual Heartland Hoops Classic. Brought to you by Protein Design and Dinsdale Automotive. Highlighted by the primetime contest between Oak Hill Academy and Sunrise Christian Academy, two nationally recognized programs. Buy day-long admissions at one low price from Ticketmaster. The Heartland Hoops Classic, February 10th. Order them online now at Ticketmaster. 
As a business owner, a concern during the winter is an icy parking lot. What product should you apply? Where do you get it? How do you know what product works best for company needs? Hi, this is Monty from NSG Transport. NSG is a bulk transport company with ice control products for any size of business, including one-ton totes, pallets of bags, and bulk salt. Keep your employees and customers safe this winter with ice control from NSG Transport based in Gothenburg, Nebraska. Visit NSGCO.com. That's NSG Transport at NSGCO.com. Doug Duda, Larry Baker back with you here on the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Here is the final results in case you missed any of them at 106 pounds. Third place goes to Jesse Sacida of Shelton, winning by the walkover rule against Aurora JV's Jeremy Oswald. And in the championship, Brock Kester of Neely Oakdale uh, hits a big move, uh, Larry, and uh, after being behind, beats number three Eli Lanham of Plainview 7-4. to four. Yeah, did a really nice job there. Fought and fought and fought to get a Peterson roll. When he finally got it, he made it pay for five. 113 pounds. Third place to Jaden Sabatka of Plainview, beating Paxton Hauser of Amherst in a pin at four minutes. The champion Cameron Wilkinson of Neely Oakdale, defeating Sam Turney of Shelton in 341. At 120 pounds, third place, John Tenbenzel of Cambridge wins by injury default over Cooper Atkins of South Loop. And then in the uh, match of the finals, it was Isaiah Shields of Amherst pinning Nate Christensen of Plainview in a minute 57, number two, versus number three, and Isaiah Shields named the wrestler of the meet. Well, and like you said, he just beat a rated kid in Class B. Isaiah Shields looks good, Doug. 126 pounds, third place to Tate Nagelston of South Loop, beating Hunter Cobb of Amherst 4-3. to three. In the championship, Caden Guerrero of Southwest over Connor Sondrup of Fullerton in a pin in 119. At 132 pounds, Michael Couts of Shelton takes third over Cody Bankston of the Aurora JV, 6 to nothing. In the finals, Andrew Hurley of Neely Oakdale beats Morgan Shields of Amherst by pin in 224. 138 pounds, third place to Caster Rule of Shelton as he is a winner by pin over Matt Van Pelt of Southwest in 249. The champion, Raul Klaus of Elwood, pins Riley Galloway of Amherst in 255. At 145 pounds, third place goes to Cade Wilkinson of Neely Oakdale. He wins in the ultimate tiebreaker, or in the tiebreaker, 4-3 to three over Tanner Runge of the Aurora JV. Sam Florell of Amherst, your 145-pound champ, pinning Remington Wright of Shelton in a minute and 10 seconds. At 152, Jaron Potts of Amherst takes third over Leroy Garcia of Shelton, 7-2. to two. And Connor Schutz of Elwood, your 152-pound winner over Andrew Nelson, a senior of Plainview, by a score of 6-2. to two. Schutz uh, really... Coming onto the scene, maybe as impressive as anyone we saw today. We know Isaiah Shields impressive, but you see a freshman, you kind of get a new face. So the new faces, he was pretty impressive. I thought he looked good, Doug. His body's pretty physically mature uh, for just such a young guy, uh, only a semester into high school. But I thought it was a lot of high-level wrestling. He was in a lot of positions that a lot of young guys would have bailed and panicked in, and he looked very not only comfortable in them, but he knew what to do in those spots. Also want to remind folks that we will have photos up at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Check us out on Facebook and PlatteRiverPreps.com that you can uh, download and look at and use for free uh, from today's wrestling invite. At 160 pounds, third place went to Jaden Earhart of Neely Oakdale, pinning Bobby Evans of Cambridge in 34 seconds. Trace Boss of Amherst, the champion over Dominic Bowling of Plainview in a pin at 108. At 170 pounds, this was one of the round robins. Uh, so fourth place went to Colin Gale of Plainview. Third to Cole Stokebrand of Amherst. Second to Caleb Fofel of Neely Oakdale. Stephen Duffy of Kennesaw was your champion. At 182 pounds, 
Fourth place went to Dawson Kopp of Neely Oakdale. Third to Lucas Hammer of Plainview. Second went to Keegan Benson of Cambridge. He was beaten in that final match by Daniel Duffy of Kennesaw in a pin in 133. So both of the Duffy boys come away as champs. At 195, third place to Spencer Bloomer of South Loop. A 13-2 major decision over Drew Bogart of Amherst. The champion, Cody Downey of Southwest. Nice comeback and ends up pinning Matt Pearson of Cambridge in 514. At 220, another one of our... Uh, smaller brackets, but third place went to Alex Slegel of Shelton. He was able to pin Marshall Still of South Loop in 128. Seth Andrews of Cambridge comes back after being down 8-2. to two. It's a great move and pins Anthony Starr of Southwest in 313. And then we had pool wrestling at heavyweight. Fourth place to Logan Kirchner of Southwest. Third to Cameron Nelson of Plainview. Second to Tyler Schultz of Cambridge. And first went to Jacob Jarabic of Arcadia Loop City who pinned Schultz in the final match of the day in two minutes and 51 seconds. Taking a look at the team scores for uh, today and uh, running all those down for you uh, as well, here's how things broke down. In 17th place, Anselmo Myrna did not score today. SEM and Eustace Farnham each had four points to tie for 15th. Medicine Valley had 15 points. They were 14th. Overton was 13th with 19 points. Arcadia Loop City was 12th with 33. Fullerton was 11th with 35. Kennesaw was 10th with 44. The Aurora JV 9th with 53. Elwood and South Loop tie for 7th with 56. Southwest was 6th with 97. And then Shelton 5th with 108, and how about how close this is? Plainview 4th, 123. Neely Oakdale 3rd, 126. Cambridge 2nd with 129. And then the champion Amherst with 175 points. Yeah, I thought Cambridge uh, looked good. They've kind of got that murderer's row up top, Doug. Uh, You know, they get 2nd today. And really, a couple of those guys didn't wrestle great at the end. Uh, Plainview was shorthanded today. Uh, Neely Oakdale looks better than I thought. Uh, one thing that sticks out, though, is this tournament usually, you know, 170-some points is good enough for second because usually the winner's up in the 200. So the point mm-hmm. totals were down here a little bit today. And uh, five teams over 100. Yeah. So you had four teams there between 108 and, and 129 in second through fifth. You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery Postgame Show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. We remind you that the NFL playoffs are on ESPN 1460 and 1550. The Kansas City Chiefs lead the Tennessee Titans 21-3 with 11.5 to go in the third quarter. That'll be followed by the Rams and the Falcons. Earlier today, the Purdue men beat the Nebraska basketball team 74-62. The Nebraska wrestling team lost to Illinois last night, Criteria 18-17. They will host Maryland uh, tomorrow. UNK women lost today. The men are playing right now. The Husker women play tomorrow. Hastings College home today against Dort. The Cusatis Open was also over today at uh, Hastings. And congratulations to the UNK wrestling team finishing third at the Division II National Duels. They come home for the Midwest Duels at the Health and Sports Center next week. Yeah, they had a tremendous weekend, did the Lope Show. Uh, big wins uh, yesterday. And then, you know, uh, they got bound up you know the only loss they're going to take is the st cloud state who's probably the best team in the country i thought they did a tremendous job kind of a heartbreaker the huskers last night they lost two matches they probably shouldn't have and then lose uh on total match points scored was uh the criteria that it went all the way to and so the only good part was the hawkeyes won big last night on the mat they whacked up michigan state 
Last thought about the Amherst invite, Larry. I, I, you know, I'm really excited now to see this thing come to an end or come down to the end of the season. Uh, lots of good individual stuff that we'll be able to see. But one of the things I saw here today was Chase Klingelhofer really took this program in a sense. Like, like it's his, and, and he's going to take this thing to the end. I saw a look in his eye that I didn't necessarily see last year in the sense of he's on a mission. And uh, he's doing something with this team simply because of uh, where he wants to get them to. And, and he kind of wants to prove some people. So the big takeaway today for me was I'm excited to see Amherst into the end of the year. Let's take a final break and wrap things up after this. Experience matters. ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center have physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head, and neck disorders in adults and children. See Drs. Conley, Johnson, and Owen at Kearney ENT and see why experience matters to them. Their main office is located in Kearney. However, they're where you are with five satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska. Providing the highest quality care to everyone, ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center specializing in you. What's the big news? The big news is Buzz of Marine's 40th annual used boat show taking place January 6th through the 13th. During this show, you can get the best prices of the year on the best used boats available. Buzz's will have lots of premium used boats on hand that have been completely checked out and detailed, and they come with a rock-solid warranty. So find out more and read all about it at buzzesmarine.com. Family fun launches from here during Buzz's Marine's 40th annual used boat show January 6th through the 13th, 5th and Central Kearney. Agriculture is a business where margins are everything, and profitability is determined by the weather, markets, regulations, politics, and everything in between. It's good to have a friend looking out for you. Buffalo County Farm Bureau has been that friend to farmers and ranchers, bringing them together to discuss challenges, identify solutions, and advocate on issues they've determined are critical to keeping current and future generations on the land. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau today and support Nebraska agriculture. Just got the final scores from the High Plains invite today. Wahoo wins it with 174 and a half. Battle Creek second, followed by North Bend, Skyler, and David City. Adams Central finished seventh. Kearney Catholic finished in at 12th today out of the 20-team tournament, one of the longest tournaments in Nebraska history over at High Plains. Yeah, they do a nice job. I think they wrestled that there in Columbus at the college, uh, and it's a tremendous tournament. Coach Manstead does a nice job with that thing, and they bring them in from all classes. All right, folks, that's going to wrap things up from the Amherst Invite. Again, I want to thank Athletic Director Ron Evans, uh, Colin Pfeiffer, all the folks here that do such a great job, and we'll uh, see you coming up here very shortly in two weeks. Again, more wrestling. Might even have a little bit before then, um, trying to figure out what we're going into our schedule. Carney duels Omaha Scott. Uh, before a Husker duel down at Lincoln next Friday. And then Kearney has Columbus coming in on the 18th. But two weeks from today, we will be in St. Paul for the Lou Platt Conference Wrestling Championships, which Larry will look a little bit different. Adam Central, Kearney Catholic, not there anymore. But Central City, a very good team, will be there. Yeah, it will look different. I mean, that you know, I'm a Lou Platt guy for a long time. So it's been weird. Uh, every time I get used to it, you know, Donovan comes in, Ord comes in, Burwell leaves. I mean, it's been very much in flux, but it will be a very good tournament. The finals will be great to listen to, I can assure you of that, with uh, a lot of the high-level guys that are in that conference, Doug. All right, that's going to wrap things up. We are back with more action next week. Our basketball gets going Thursday here on Classic Hits, and we'll let you know where all we are going to be uh, next week. For our producer-engineer, Stacy Johnson, Larry Baker, I'm Doug Duda. Thanks for listening to the Amherst Wrestling Invite, won by the Broncos, Cambridge the runner-up, here on Classic Hits.
Just like your car, your home's mechanical system needs a periodic wellness check, too. Get this scheduled today by calling Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating. An annual service agreement will entitle you to a complete heating and cooling system check, once in the spring and once in the fall. Kelly and the crew take great pride in the work they do and catching problems before they happen, so you can stay comfortable all season long. Call Anderson Brothers today in Kearney at 236-6437 or in Holdridge at 995-4481 or go to andersonbros.com. Is back pain keeping you from doing the activities you enjoy? Is hip, knee, or ankle pain making even the shortest walks difficult? Is hand, wrist, or finger pain making you cut tasks short or take frequent pauses? New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery is here to tell you that you don't have to live with the pain. With training in a wide range of specialties, New West has the doctor to get you back into the game. Schedule your appointment today. No referral is necessary. All major insurances accepted. Proceeding has been a KKPR Sports Production brought to you by the Classic Hits Sports Club. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, go to our podcast link at KKPR.com.